0: Welcome to the Annie Jennings PR Author and Expert Podcast Series. My name is Stacey Amaral Kaufman. I'm the radio director for Annie's Big City Number One National Radio campaign that includes a performance guarantee and unlimited media training. Annie Jennings also offers her famous performance publicity program with no monthly retainers for influential online media outlets and television across the country. Today's guest is Mason Harris. He's the founder of the Chutzpah Institute and provides keynote speeches. Presentations, workshops, and training to organizations of all kinds that are looking to stimulate growth through the principles of chutzpah. Mason, welcome.
1: Hi there, Stacy. Um, well, one I got to say, it's definitely a pleasure to be here, particularly since I'm on lockdown anyway, so it's not like I'm going anywhere, and it's always fun to speak to a new audience. Um, Regarding regards to what is chutzpah, can I ask you, are you familiar with the word? Do you have any uh, perception or concept in your mind as to what chutzpah might be?
0: Oh, absolutely. I actually like to use the word a lot. And to me, it's like having the constitution, having that go-getter attitude, uh, the determination, the can-do, the will, the desire. You're just a go-getter.
1: Okay. That's actually a great opening to this. You've gone with the positive. You're talking about grit, tenacity, creativity, boldness, um, courage, um, audacity. We also know that some people speak of chutzpah from the negative side of that same coin or on the other end of the measurement scale. And the words that they use are brash, rude, pushy, or self-serving. Uh, What's, what's confusing to some people is that both of these definitions are correct. Uh, one thing I do know is chutzpah is universal. I gave a presentation in Oklahoma and asked the audience, as I always do, if they're familiar with the word chutzpah. Well, a couple of brave souls raised their hands, considerably fewer, by the way, than audiences from the East and West Coast. I listened to the answers, and then one attendee said chutzpah is like gumption. And I love that word. It's a great American word and an example of how chutzpah is understood across geographic regions. And as I have learned in my research, even the world over, Uh, I have found through, again, my research, that chutzpah can't be defined easily by one word, skill or personality characteristic. Chutzpah is about knowing where the boundaries are having a creative thought that is beyond those boundaries, and then despite the many objections you hear from other well-meaning people, most of whom don't have chutzpah, you move forward and you implement your idea. You're willing to move beyond what's socially acceptable. And by the way, these boundaries can be societal, they can be technological, they can be business-related, and certainly even personal. And chutzpah also can be good or bad. There's loud chutzpah, there's quiet chutzpah, chutzpah can be self-serving in the interest of others or even in service for both yourself and others. And one final thing which surprised me, it's completely unrelated to education.
0: Huh. Well, Mason, you've basically kind of covered all the bases, right, except for education here, um, what it is, it's good, it's bad, you can use it in this area of your life or that area of life. This can all be a little bit confusing to your clients, right?
1: Yes, it absolutely can be. Um, Clients who are looking to increase productivity and creativity in their organization, they learn to think of of chutzpah as a number of skills that when combined, they create a skill set that enables a new mindset related to growth, innovation, and customer service. Now, it's not that the skills themselves are negative or positive, it's how they're put to use. Uh, I can give you an example. Um, For you may want to enhance your negotiation skills because you see it as a valuable and necessary component of your career growth. So you take the initiative, whether paid uh, and whether or not this course is paid for you by paid for by your employer or not, you register for classes on negotiation. In your class are other students, not all of whom share the same objective regarding these skills. Remember, your objective is to grow your business career. However, the person to your right, upon completion of the class, becomes an FBI hostage negotiator. These same skills you have learned are used in this case to prevent the loss of innocent lives and result in hopefully nonviolent solutions for apprehending the hostage takers. However, the person to your left upon graduation begins working for a drug cartel and negotiates with both large suppliers and buyers. He's very good at his job, but crime, pain, and ruined lives are left in the wake of his personal success. Now, each of you is using negotiation skills in a different way, with both good and bad implications to others. You can easily see that the skills themselves aren't good or bad. It's how they're put to use. Well, it's the same with chutzpah. You can learn the characteristics and rules of successful chutzpah and then decide how you will implement them into your personal and professional lives.
0: So, Mason, I know that you are working on a book with the working title, The Hutzpah Rules, Eight Lessons from the Days of Early Man to Okay Boomer. When do you think we can expect to see this and tell us a little bit more about The hutzpah Rules?
1: uh well the book is being written right now it should be in editable form by the middle of june and depending on whether or not i self-publish or try and uh, get a big new york publisher it will be available um as early as this holiday season so it'd be a great gift for those of your friends whether they read them or not it would be a great gift in my perspective uh let me also add this uh there's I've been asked uh, about quiet chutzpah and loud chutzpah. From a chutzpah perspective, what do you see as the difference between Steve Jobs and Mother Teresa?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, when you're talking about loud and quiet, I mean, I would put I would put Steve Jobs under the loud and Mother Teresa under the quiet.
1: Right. Yes. Absolutely. Steve Jobs had a much better public relations team. If uh, Mother Teresa had used Annie Jennings, for example, who knows what kind of starter. Maybe she could have been a saint. Uh, Actually, she is a saint. So you get what I mean, though. Um, Chutzpah in business. Steve Jobs was recognized for the characteristics of chutzpah that led him to compete and succeed against the dominant personal computer operating system, Microsoft. He also competed against the biggest and most respected consumer technology companies. And Apple to this name is known and respected for its design. Chutzpah, on a personal level, Mother Teresa is revered for her work and the risk she took helping poor and ill people in India. Um, Her purpose, her everyday activities, her life, they're all dedicated to caring for the destitute and dying in the slums of Calcutta. People frequently ask, um, you know, I get the Steve Jobs and the Mother Teresas of the world, and I'm not a... uh, um, a Silicon Valley company founder, nor do I have the, the purpose that drove Mother Teresa. How does the average person implement chutzpah? Um, we know that right now, uh, people today during this coronavirus crisis are purposely putting themselves in situations where they're constantly in contact with others suffering from the disease from the virus. It takes a special kind of courage, self-confidence, and training to risk infection and even retransmission to loved ones, just as our frontline healthcare workers are doing every day. But it's not just healthcare workers. I saw a a great video just yesterday, a taxi driver in Spain who drives patients, coronavirus patients, back and forth to and from a major hospital in a city. And he doesn't charge these customers for the service. This video taken by a staff member took this humble, everyday guy, someone whose normal life is more like ours than the glamorous celebrities who garner so much media time. And it resulted in highlighting his efforts, which is very positive. Well, his actions, his spirit, his ability to overcome the objections of everyone else who tried to dissuade him from risking his health, much less doing it for free. This is Kutzpah at a personal and everyday, every person level.
0: Oh, All right, Mason, well, thank you for putting that in context. We really appreciate that, and I know that you wanted to let our listeners know about where they can connect with you.
1: Oh, sure. Well, the best way right now is to reach out to Mason, M-A-S-O-N, at com, and it's thechutzpah, C-H-U-T-Z-P-A-H, guy, G-U-Y, dot com. Um, I also hope to be rescheduling soon uh, keynote speeches, workshops uh, that are now available online, motivational speaking, um, as well. And equally important, Stacey, I want to thank you, Edmund, and your team at Annie Jennings Public Relations. Uh, Great job, and uh, I appreciate the work you do.
0: Well, thank you so much. And we also would be remiss if we didn't thank our listeners as well for listening to this podcast, which is brought to you by AnnieJenningsPR.com. Until next time.